Welcome to Home of the Brave. I'm Scott Carrier. Today, I have an interview with one of the men occupying the headquarters of the Malheur National Wildlife Refuge in southeastern Oregon. I happened to be in the area when it started on January 2nd. I was doing some ski reconnaissance of the Wallawa Mountains, minding my own business, when I heard the story on the news. Ammon Bundy, son of Cliven Bundy, along with some armed compatriots, had decided to begin the overthrow of the federal government by occupying a faraway bird refuge on the lonesome sagebrush prairie. It didn't seem to make sense. Then, that night, in a room at the Mingo Motel, I saw a tearful YouTube testimonial by Ammon Bundy where he says he's following God's orders. And I realized it didn't need to make sense because God told him to do it. It took me a couple days to complete my reconnaissance, and then I drove over to the bird refuge, wanting to talk to Ammon about his religious experiences. But when I got there, Ammon was busy being surrounded by reporters and cameramen answering questions, none of which had to do with religion. I don't like being around reporters. They're actually very uptight people, and there were about a hundred of them. Three satellite uplink trucks with their engines running, Al Jazeera, The Guardian, MSNBC, berms of cameras and microphones set up on the road leading down to the headquarters. The headquarters was five or six sandstone buildings surrounded by large trees set next to a lake, now frozen and covered with six inches of snow. It's a nice place, or it would be if there weren't men walking around with guns acting like they own it, followed by a hundred reporters desperate for stories it was an absurd situation, like a reality show where everybody's trying to figure out the rules, arguing about how to interpret the Constitution. The cops, officers of the law, were nowhere to be seen. Ammon was busy, so I started talking to this guy, who said he'd been there from the beginning. Yeah, this is Brand Thornton, and here we are uh, at the refuge outside of Burns, Oregon. Brand Thornton. Yes. And you're from Las Vegas. I'm from Las Vegas. All right. And you were here in the beginning. Yes. I can hold You're here in the beginning, mm-hmm. and you said that you, when you drove up to the headquarters, the mm-hmm. doors were unlocked. They were unlocked. And uh, there was no one here. No the one employee, here. The employees were not here. No one was here. Not a huh. soul. Huh. And that was Saturday? That would have been... Uh, Let's see. Uh, yeah, Saturday. Saturday, yes. And how many of you were, were there at that point? Uh, we came down initially. Our initial, uh, what we call the tip of the spear, it was approximately a dozen. Huh. Yeah. At night or in the daytime? Uh, it was uh, early, uh, early to mid-evening. Huh. And the door was open? All the doors were open. And as I said, all the keys were right there on the board, too. All the vehicle keys, all the keys to the buildings was right there on the door. Did you expect the doors to be open? Were you prepared to break break in? or what was, Well, what was your you know, the definition of break in, okay, <clears throat> if we need to, we would jimmy the locks. Okay. But we didn't have to do that. Are most of the organizers LDS? Um... Let me think here just a second. Is it right to call them organizers? Or what's uh, the right? Well, you know, I, I got to call this a spiritual organization because what, really we don't have any leaders um, per se. You know, we know who's, 
who's put the plan together and who knows what's going on. But we'll have our meetings. We brainstorm. You know, if somebody has a good idea, it's accepted by everybody. But and these people who brainstorm, are they LDS or former LDS? Uh, we've got quite a few. I know current LDS. And that's why my what I present to you huh. is my feelings. All right, all right. Because they're not their feelings necessarily. Uh, so right. those are my feelings, and I don't want to confuse that. All right. So to talk to Ammon, Ammon's not the leader, or is he? For me to want to talk. To I'm going to say I'm going to say that Ammon is a, is um, the spiritual. Um, let me back up. I'm right. going to say the spirit of God is the leader, right. and Ammon received those type of uh, spiritual messages. You know, um, right. and he conveyed that message. Right. And now when he conveys the message, you know, you can either accept it or reject it. Right. It's up to you. That's if, how you guys work. If your heart is open, number one, you'll know what he's telling you is true. So you guys come together and you talk about this and you decide kind of as a communal. Well, it's presented. <laughs> it's, presented. it's first of all presented. Do you vote? I, not, a, not a vote because you're not bound. You can do whatever you want. Um, you know, nobody's going to take your free agency away, especially Ammon. He's not going to take your free agency away from This Here it is. Hopefully we have enough people there that have the spirit of God with them and are willing to make that sacrifice, that necessary sacrifice, um, and put themselves on the line. How many are there now that are willing to do that? Oh, wow. Now we got <laughs> no, I mean, But when you guys meet and talk about stuff, well, how many are there? Oh, man. Do you have it open to everybody? Or? No, no. Uh, it's Well, here's the way I look at it. Right, okay. uh, not everybody meets together, but when you feel the calling, you feel the spirit of God, and you come out. You're one with us. Then, you know, we're we're one in spirit. And now, I don't know. We've probably got several hundred down there. Staying oh, not not right there? now. We got them all kind of spread out. We're not stupid. We're not going to put everybody in one spot. Oh. You know, that's the dumbest thing you can do. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if I was the feds and how if I was going to come in here, how mm -hmm. I would do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could just drive in. Sure. Because they can overpower you guys. Mm -hmm. Well, but they could also land by parachutes. Yeah, we that would be we more. covered it all. Huh. We covered. We had people in snow suits out there, snow camouflage that literally stayed up all night long. Huh. Perimeters out there, defending the perimeter. Uh, night scopes, and I think I can actually say that now, because you know what are they going to do now if they try to? And and and, and we and, you know we have people bringing up the rears that are not staying here. And, uh, you know, we just sent out the message, you know, called arms. And But how do you justify this action? Uh, it's very easy. You know, Thomas Jefferson said the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. Okay. And, and it gets to the point that, uh, and there's other quotes. You can go to Benjamin Franklin and Patrick Henry. And, you know, but if you go to the Declaration of Independence and when a government uh, becomes corrupted, you actually have the sacred obligation responsibility to replace that government. But what about the religious justification? Well, Doesn't that play into this as well? Yes, it does. And our I'm belief sorry, system... Can you explain that? Explain. Uh, well, the, you know, the Lord in, in the... In, I believe it's the 98th section of the Doctrine and Covenants, okay? Uh, told, he tells us that if the government d d does these egregious actions, we're to petition it, constantly petition it. And... Uh, that's the first step. And then if they will not receive you, then you could do a priesthood curse, which I have done in all these places. Curses? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Priesthood curses. Priesthood curses. No, I've never heard of a priesthood curse. I grew up in Salt Lake among Mormons. I've yeah. never heard of it. Yeah, you, they're not real familiar uh, with it, but uh, it's very clear. You go to 100 and, I believe it's 113 section of the Doctrine and Covenants, uh, verses 24 through 28. And what, so, what kind of? There's a washing of your feet. Okay. You wash your own feet. It's yeah. You just take water. You pour your feet, and by by the priesthood authority that you hold, you petition the Lord, and you, you present it to him the, the oppression, and present the names of those that are, that are actually actually uh, doing the oppression. Huh. While and, you're washing your feet. Uh, you, yes. Huh. And uh, well, it's not quite that simple. You, you start off in by raising your arm to the square, calling upon the Lord through His priesthood. And then you specifically tell them the oppression that's taken place, and uh, and even the people's names who are doing it, and ask the Lord that they will remove this oppression. And then then you pour the feet, you pour the water over your feet, and when you're done, you say Amen. Have you guys done that here? Yeah, I did. You've been, you've I been did. Here? Yes, I did it the first thing I when I got here. It was the first thing I did. All right. Tell me what the doctrine, because you've quoted the Doctrine and Covenants a few times. Most people don't know what that is. What is the Doctrine Those and Covenants? Those are revelations primarily received by the Prophet Joseph Smith. You have a few others in there, namely Brigham Young, and I believe it is Joseph Fielding Smith has one in there also. They're, they're prophecies from God yes. that are written down in a book called the Doctrine and Doctrines Covenants. Doctrines and Covenants. It's a, yeah. it's a holy scripture book yes. for the LDS well, it's a holy. It's for everybody. Huh. Uh, you know, it's. The, the, well, I don't. I'm not a Mormon. Yeah, and it's for you. It, but it, I don't believe it. That's well, the, okay. That's huh. but that. What I'm saying huh. is, you know, just because it, it's the Doctrine and Covenants, huh. um, the the spiritual gems and the spiritual truth is in there. It, it, nobody has a market on that. Nobody does. All right. Okay. So. You don't. You guys don't think that God told you to do this. You're not on a mission from God. That's not. Correct. No, I absolutely, absolutely, God told us to do this. Absolutely. Really? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, okay, so uh, I've met some members of the LDS Church that have had unanimous revelations at the same time. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're in a prayer circle, Mm -hmm. and they all had the same revelation at the same time. Has something like that happened here with you guys? Um, Yes. Something like that happened here. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that, can you tell me about that or is that? I think that's, uh, that's in, on sacred grounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. But it, since you've been here. Yes. Yeah. Your group of men in a prayer circle? Um, I wouldn't say a prayer circle. Uh, it was more or less, it, for me, it, let me just say how it worked for me. Okay. Um, it, we had this meeting, which was restricted to a few, t- handful of trusted individuals. All right. And uh, and it was really was up to debate, okay. And Ammon presented the plan, and uh, I, you know, my heart was ready for whatever he was going to say, and <clears throat> because I've cleaned my heart, I have no bias, no prejudice, just open it up and let the spirit take hold. And when he told me the plan, and the spirit, had to- the spirit of the Lord had told him that, it confirmed it. The spirit confirmed it to my heart. Right after you said Right that. at that, yeah. Right how, at that. Did, how did that happen? What's that like? <clears throat> well, you know, Jesus says where the wind bloweth and goeth and listeth, uh, no man knoweth. Until you experience that yourself, you'll never understand it. So I don't even try to really explain right. that. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. All right. But you 
this is before you guys came to the headquarters. Yes, before. You met and talked about it and had. Well, Ammon just presented it, and uh, even his brother uh, didn't know about it at that time. Which brother? Brian. Oh, okay. And uh, presented it out there, and and you know he put it out there more or less in a democratic way for those that would want to accept it. And what was it that was put out there? His plan. What can you say? The plan was? was to take the, you know. The whole plan I didn't even know about. The only pl- part of the plan at that time that any of us knew about is we were going to come here and we were going to occupy these buildings and we we're going to use it as a base of operations to get these people their constitutional rights back. And that's pretty much it. And uh, which was really interesting because I've learned a long time ago how you receive truth through your heart and you just got to open it up and say, okay, and, and it'll confirm. And on things like this, it's really, it's interesting because it, you get a, you get the confirmation, but your mind up here is going, no, 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 no. And the heart's going, yes, 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 yes. Right, because yeah. you guys could go to jail for a long time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's your mind, right? Yeah, uh, well, absolutely. At that particular time, um, you've accepted, you, you know you're taking a serious risk. I'd say you and, guys are taking a serious risk. Yes. And, uh, you, you know, you better have your ducks in a row spiritually and be, be uh, understanding what you're doing spiritually because if you fail, you're in trouble. So what are you doing spiritually? Uh, again, we're helping restore the, these people's constitutional rights. But that's religious. The Constitution is a political document. Um, it, no, it is a spiritual document. The Constitution is a spiritual document. To me, that should be a given. Right. It should be very obvious when anybody reads the Constitution of the United States. It doesn't sound like scripture per se, but anything that, um, I'm trying to put it in the right words, but defines your God-given rights. Well, obviously that's spiritual. So I don't want to put words in your mind. I'm just trying to understand sure. the religious connections to what you guys are doing, the faith-based mm-hmm. um, beliefs. Mm-hmm. That are in, that have influenced you guys to do this. Well, because again, I don't think that's. Been... But let's just say that if you have the Lord's uh, laws in your heart, which He said He'd write His law in your heart in the last days, okay, and those people have a right to, and everybody has a right to survive. Everybody has to write. But we were promised in the Book of Mormon there never be a king on this land, okay. And you're seeing the attempts to establish a king on this land, but it's always supposed to be constitutional law. Okay, and the ownership of, of, of this land is the people. People love freedom. They want their freedom. And uh, when they can see it. But it, the freedom to take over federal some, agencies but with guns? That's well, first is of all, that freedom? Uh, first of all, is it's that, not an agency, it's fed, oh. and, it's, and it's not federal. Okay? That, you, that is fish us, and wildlife. Yeah, that is usurped, stolen property. Because this is Harney County's, the people of the Harney County, this is their property. I'm going to stop the tape here because I think that's enough. The Mormon Church has condemned the actions of the so-called Patriot Militia. A lot of Mormons would be very upset if I didn't say that. These men are a radical fringe group of holy warriors, jihadis, acting outside the authority of the Church. The federal government so far has taken no action, and I admire their lack of response 
because if you push back against religious fanatics with force or violence, it only gives them a justification for their cause. They become righteous, fighting an oppressive power. But if you ignore them, leave them alone, they end up sounding like the lunatics they truly are. There are some photos on our website, homebrave.com, and links to some of the YouTube testimonials by the militiamen. You might want to check those out because they're truly strange. Thanks for your donations. Thanks for your donations. I very much appreciate it, and thanks for listening.